This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I first want to say thank you to you all who listen to this broadcast when you can. Radio is something that we don't always play all day in our homes as it was in the early history of, of the United States because we have television and other things. And some of you may tune in if you're in your car and you have the radio on. But I also know there are some people who enjoy teaching from the ministry that God has given me. And you take time to find that radio and and tune in. I want to say thank you. And I want you to know that I am praying for you. As a radio minister, I... I'm not connected to people as pastors are. Teachers are called to focus on people, whereas pastors focus on a long-term relationship where they build a church and they want to bring you together. Teachers are different. Our anointing is mainly focused on helping God's people get a deeper understanding of what he's saying in his word. And so we love to talk. So I thank God for radio and again for the audience, for you who tune in every week. On today, I want to share scripture from Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26 through 27. I want to read it in three versions of Bible for my goal today is to give you something to think about when you Read this scripture in your, your daily devotion time, your daily reading time. Scripture from the Bible speaks to our lives and applies to the season we're in. Let me say that again. The scripture as we read it will always speak to where you are at in your life. And there are times where God will that you read over something many times, but you'll get a different viewpoint, a different nugget of truth from it, just because of the season that you're in. And so what I love to do when I teach his word, to focus on the scripture, and then allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you, for God's word is God's presence in our life. Yes, God's word is his is his presence in our life. And it assures us that he is there at every step of our journey of life. So let me read this. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26 and 27. I want to read this in the New King James Version. It says this, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will keep my judgment and do them. I want to read this same version, same scripture in the New Living Translation. 
Bible. And this is God speaking in this text. I will give you a new heart. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out of you your stony, stubborn heart. And give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees. And be careful to obey my regulations. I want to read the scripture in one more version of Bible. This is the message Bible. It says this. And again, this is God speaking. I want to give you a new heart. Put a new spirit in you. I'll remove the stone heart from your body and replace it with a heart that's God-willed, not self-willed. I'll put my spirit in you and make it possible for you to do what I tell you and live by my commands. This scripture comes from the voice and writing of Ezekiel in Old Testament prophet and he's like many prophets of the old testament where they prepare us for a deeper understanding revealed in the new testament the old covenant the old testament the writings the prophets prepare us to receive what god wants for us and so ezekiel many 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 centuries before jesus took us deeper to this thought Ezekiel explains the details of what it means to be born again. You don't have many people teaching from this text, for we love more to talk about what Jesus says, and I do too. Or he talks about being born again in John chapter 3, verse 5 through 8. And let me read that to you in the New King James Version. Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water... And the spirit. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. But that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you. You must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes. And you hear the sound of it. But cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. So what is Jesus saying here? Being born again is the hidden, quiet, invisible work of the Holy Spirit inside you and around you. It affects your heart, your spirit, and eventually your lifestyle. Now there are some people where the change in their life occurs immediately. As soon as they acknowledge Christ, where they confess, speaking with their mouths that they acknowledge Jesus. They believe that he has been raised from the dead. In other words, he has become their savior. They immediately, immediately leave everything to follow Jesus. And this is... is, is so exciting for the Lord that the Bible says heavens, the angels in the heavens rejoice when one sinner comes to the Lord. And so how does God draw us to him? He gently 
and gradually changes us so we can enter and enjoy a life inside of his kingdom. You see, born again is a life-changing experience. And so the purpose of my word today is, dear hearts, is to break down the false view of God as an enforcer who demands our submission to him. I want you to know that he understands the struggle of our flesh, our minds and our wills and desires to give him what he wants from us. Oh, yes, <laughs> we're in a struggle. The flesh that we inherited from Adam has been corrupted. And so Jesus has come to purify us and help us. Oh, yes. The, the good news is that the Lord plans to help you every step of the way to give him what he wants from you. God wants a relationship with you inside his kingdom. He wants you to enjoy all the benefits of kingdom living. Yes, kingdom living, kingdom living. What is kingdom living? Kingdom living uh, is to live with the understanding that Jesus Christ reigns as king. His authority is supreme. The kingdom exists here and now in the hearts and lives of the redeemed, as well as in perfection and fullness in the future. Oh, yes. He wants you to be a part of his kingdom. And so today, I, what I want to do, I don't have time to really go into all of what I want to say. I will definitely have part two on next week if you're listening and want to tune in to finish hearing what I have to teach from Ezekiel 36, verse 26 and 27. But this is the thought I want to give you. Encourage you to do to rely upon the ability of your new heart and your new spirit to enjoy kingdom living, to enjoy living in the kingdom of God. This text says this, and I'll read it again. He said, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues. I will cause you to keep my commandments and to do them. Yes, dear hearts, God gives you a new heart and a new spirit to make it possible for you to do what he tells you and live by his commandments. The Lord will give you a new heart and a new spirit and has already done it if you are a believer in Christ to help you follow his decrees and be careful to obey his regulations. I love teaching this great truth about God and God is listening to me right now and he will say amen that he is a micromanager but he will reward you to do the things he's asking you to do. God knows that we love two things, and that is pleasure and prosperity. 
Yes, if you don't get it in this life, I assure you, you'll get it in the next one to come. Many Christians have had their lives taken because of their faith in Christ, but have died knowing that it will come. Oh yes, it will come in the next life. Paul said it like this in Philippians chapter 1 verse 21 through 24. This is what he said. Listen to this. He says, for to me, living means living for Christ. Dying is even better. But if I live, I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I I really don't know which is better. I'm torn between two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which will be far better for me. But for your sakes, it is better that I continue to live. Paul knew, and he was a person that suffered many things, that a good life was coming if he obeyed God. And I want you to know that today, dear hearts, he will give you a new heart and a new spirit to help you. And I encourage you to rely upon that. Think about it. I hope today to encourage you to hold on to God every step of the way. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you, and I hope to share again with you on next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.